I don't like that kind of talk. Now, just stop it. It upsets me. People on the text line, we're going to get to some texts here in a minute. Uh, Dave wants that at 4 o'clock. Jason Benetti will join us on the show tomorrow. So the White Sox have announced that uh, picked up his multi-year option. Benetti is back. Stone is back. He says he's uh, prepping for a game that he's got tonight. So Benetti will join the show tomorrow. Work out of time. Chris Stapleton, sing the national anthem at the Super Bowl. Telling you right now. Take the over. Yeah? If I know Chris Stapleton at all, take the over. Okay. Is that related to what I was talking about? That's a Chris Stapleton song. Just wanted to get it in there before Tanny faded it out. Got it. That makes sense. Hot betting tips. When was that just announced? Uh, like a few days ago. Nice. So any number? Yeah, whatever the number is, take the over. <laughs> whatever it is. Yeah. All right. Put next month's phone bill money on it, whatever you got to do. Okay. I'll be sure to do that. Um. The, uh, the texters didn't love Joel Corey. And I don't know if it was the shortness of some of the answers, the directness of some of the answers, or the, the negativity of some of them. This one, though, I don't agree. Parkins sounds like he wants to tell this guy to go F himself, and this guy sounds like he wants to tell Parkins to go F himself. Who do you think blinks first? No. I like Joel Corey. This guy is a clown. This guy sounds like a normal caller. This guy was terrible. This guy's Mr. Negative. He's totally raining on the White Sox free agency parade. This guy is difficult. This guy sucks. This guy is hubarkish light as a wet blanket. I hate this guy. I mean, he has no allegiance to the Bears. He's neutral. He's telling you how it is, how he sees it. You are not going to completely overhaul your team in one free agent cycle. But Ryan Poles can be creative, he can be aggressive, and he can, anyone who he sets his sights on, he can get. It might need to be a small overpay, but he can get them. That's the reality of the situation. And it's uh, exciting even if at times it is, you know, you wish there'd be 10 tier one free agents that hit it this offseason and that you were the only team with cap space, right? That would be amazing. But it's going to be okay. There will be additions. There will be the DeAndre Hopkins won't want to come here because you had the worst record in the league take. That one stung with the no trade clause. But, you know, Ryan Bulls will figure out a way to make some improvements. Kyle in Wisconsin. Joel Corey upset him. How you doing, Kyle? You okay? Yeah, I'm good, man. It just uh, it was frustrating listening to him. Um, just because, again, it's not so much DeAndre Hopkins coming to Chicago. Really, I just wanted to know what kind of compensation Arizona would even be looking you know, to get for him. Because in my mind, he's no more than a third round. And you could justify even maybe going a little, you know, a fourth round even. Um and I also think DeAndre Hopkins would entertain coming to Chicago because of the upside Justin Fields has and all of the cap space that the Bears have. And they can maybe pitch to him of, you know, here's what we're going to do and here's the game plan. 
and Hopkins, I think, would be hungry for, for a situation like that. Um, and then just your comments about Mike Evans and how he was just so short and, well, then you got to extend him. And it's like, well, yeah, we understand that. We're just looking for some sort of response as to draft capital and different options that might be out there. And the fact that he just wouldn't entertain any of those questions was very frustrating. And I, 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 I even I felt like you were frustrated or not frustrated, but maybe like, like, can you just answer my question rather than just immediately like dismiss it? And um, yeah, just as a Bears fan, it was frustrating. He wouldn't give any insight into any sort of draft compensation for these players. Yeah, you know, I listen. I uh, I feel you. There, there. I was a little frustrated at times. You know, I wanted to, I wanted to solve the entire off season in one radio segment, Kyle. <laughs> yeah, I, I would agree, man. I, you know, it, it's exciting, and uh, he definitely deflated my balloon a little bit. Yeah, it's. Uh, I appreciate it, man. I get it. Just, yeah. w- just wait for the off season. Wait for it to happen. Things always right. Just, just because it's one man's opinion, we'll see how it goes. He, it's an informed opinion. It's a man who's been in the room. But he did listen. He he said they're going to be aggressive. He said this is the window uh, to do it. There is that number that they have to spend. I'll you know those numbers on Komet and uh, Jalen Johnson both felt reasonable to me. Fifteen million per for Jalen Johnson. Thirteen million per for Komet. If anything, it feels a little high for Komet, but I think he's good. And when you talk about him versus Dawson Knox or David Njoku, like, I don't think that Njoku especially is much better. Uh, and then obviously Knox has a great quarterback throwing him the ball. Jalen is in a weird spot. He's a confident dude. He's going to bet on himself. He's going to want to be paid. He's a year away from a franchise tag that would pay him $20, $21 million. Uh, but you could dangle 15-plus in front of him right now when he's only scheduled to make, you know, north of two next year. I think I still think both of those can be can get done, to be honest with you. So it's a uh, remember premium players don't always hit free agency. There will just be a couple of them. So whoever it does hit, those are the guys that you can go out and sign. And you can hold Ryan Pace or Ryan Pace, Ryan Poles to they should have hired guys with different names than the last guys with the expectation to go out and get them because the idea of like what the, you know, what the Cubs were talking about, like intelligent spending, you, you want to spend intelligently, but since you have to spend so much money, as long as they're not super long-term deals, you can overpay short-term. And remember, man, like the bears are in a bad spot because they have a bad roster but a lot of teams are in weird spots. I mean, the, the Jets today hired Nathaniel Hackett on a hope and a prayer that he's going to get them Aaron Rodgers. And even if they do get Aaron Rodgers, how long do you have Aaron Rodgers for? You have Nathaniel Hackett, who just looked horrendous in Denver, and you might give up two or three first-round picks in order to get a quarterback who might decide to, wants to retire in a year. That's a tough spot. Baltimore has a quarterback who's awesome, doesn't have an agent, wants more guaranteed money than Deshaun Watson, and runs around and gets hurt. That's a tough spot. Now, those are organizations that are in better positions than the Bears, right? The Ravens roster way better than the Bears. Jets roster way better than the Bears. But Bears have a lot of flexibility. 
if you have a guy who's good at his job in Ryan Bowles, Annie and Cunningham, who everybody wants to hire, there's no better scenario for a general manager. Now, you could say that there would be it'd be better if there were better players in free agency this year or if the number one pick this year was Caleb Williams or whatever the case may be. But in terms of if your guys who actually allocate these resources are good at their jobs, it's very difficult to have more resources than they have to play with. So they can be creative. They can get very, very creative. Yeah, people are saying it was uh, just not optimistic enough. I know. Bears fans want the moon and the stars. They want it all. And do you think he saw this negative feedback coming, and that's why he tweeted at me, you, Speaks, uh, and the show account, thanking us for having him on? No, I think he he, he does that a lot. You can check his timeline. He, okay. he, th- he thanks shows for coming on. So He likes the pub. One omission, though. You see who he didn't thank for obvious reasons? Tanny. You hear how bad the open was and how long it was? <laughs> I've forgotten about it. It was it was so long and so bad. Joel noticed. Yeah. He's like, no way am I thinking that hack. Yeah, that makes sense. Probably He's probably a Barrett Sports Media reader. He's like, that guy gets so much pub, I'm not going to be the one to further it. It's been months. <laughs> since they wrote about since, Tanny. Since they, wrote, since they wrote about Tanny. Do you have, you have something in the pipeline? Got something coming down? Yeah, big things coming. Big things coming. <laughs> <laughs> oh, no. Danny. Yeah. That's what, you all, what you all guess. Yeah. Shut up. Get back to the show. <laughs> yeah, yeah, that, sorry. We were doing the show. Shane derailed us again. Oh, that's what he does. Sorry for making it about me in the show. Dave Wanstead at 4 o'clock. Coming up next, the trash talk is ratcheting up for a sporting event that I am incredibly excited for. About as good of a rivalry as you can get in pro sports. Next on The Score.